From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Wrestling Glory Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Nero. I'm joined here by the current GCW World Champion, the leader of MDK, and the king of the deathmatch. I'm joined here with Nick fucking Gage. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, Edwin. I want to give a shout-out to my Murder, Death, Kill gang. I want to give a shout-out to my boy 2-6 locked up in the cell, Eastern Block. And I want to give a shout-out to my hate club, RIP, Nate Hatred, and RIP, my brother, Justice Payne. Yes, sir. I always just want to get that out and rep for my uh, my uh, best friends and my boys, man, and my brother. Definitely, definitely, man. Yo, real talk, I just want to start out by saying the raw emotion you bring, the passion you have for this business, you know, what you see is what you get, and I really appreciate that in you, man. You, you really are the real deal. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, once I got locked up and I got time to sit down, man, I uh, figured out that uh, I do love this, and I, w- I feel like I was put on this earth to... Uh, to uh, do deathmatch wrestling, so I fucking love this shit. And then when I come out and the fans are going nuts, uh, they just, you know, I feed off their uh, their vibes and, their, and that's where the passion shit comes from, man. I definitely feel that, man. So growing up, like your early childhood, your first introduction to wrestling, what was some of like those memories of? Oh, well, it, it all goes back to, uh, you know, the normal shit, uh, you know, going to my dad's house, watching uh, wrestling, because my dad was a big wrestling fan, and uh, me and my brother, you know, tearing his house down, you know, playing like we're at uh, fucking wrestlers and shit. <laughs> and then we started, uh, you know, doing the backyard shit, where we would uh, put up a trampoline, and then uh, I ran into uh, ECW. Thank God for ECW, man, because... If it wasn't for ECW, I wouldn't be wrestling today, man. Once I found ECW, I fucking started loving wrestling again. And uh, we started a backyard company called Hardcore Backyard Wrestling, HBW. And uh, we would just, we would uh, put shows on, man. And people from around the town would show up and uh, they would buy tickets. And we would have hot dog stands and shit like that. And we had bar wire matches and all kinds of shit, man. Shit was dope. I don't know, man. It was just a fun time. So tell me a little bit about your start in uh, wrestling and joining the CZW mm-hmm. Wrestling School. Yeah. So uh, what happened was is, uh, I knew this guy named Ace Robinson. Uh, he was in the same grade as I was. Mm. Well, his dad... Um, he uh, worked for NWA New Jersey. I don't know what he did, but he was like in the locker room, like helping people out and shit. Well, he got a hold of one of our backyard tapes and gave it to uh, 
John Zandig, who worked for that company, and told us to come down and, uh, you know, do a tryout. So uh, me, my brother, my cousin, uh, like three or four more of us went down there and, uh, you know, we did a tryout and we uh, picked it up real quick and, you know, we were living in that school, man. We went down there every single day. John gave us the key. We would go down there and just train our asses off every day, every night, man. So what was it about deathmatch wrestling that made you say, hey, yeah, that's what I want to do. I don't want to do the regular shit. I want to go in there wrestling barbed wire, glass. What was the appeal to it? Oh, it, it goes back to, uh, you know, finding out, uh, watching uh, Japanese-style wrestling. Like, uh, once I seen the Cactus Jack and Terry Funk explosion match, you know, with the boards, the ball wire boards and shit. I started liking it. And then once I found ECW Hardcore Wrestling, uh, I just fell in love with it, man. It, it was just, you know, I loved that shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit, man? Because it was just on some weird channel on my on my TV, man. And one night, me and my brother were flipping through the channels and we found this shit. And I was like, whoa, this shit's awesome. And... uh we started going to to uh, ECW every uh, every month, man. Never missed the show. Wow. Um, I don't know, man. The realness of it, you know. I just like the realness of it and everything like that, man. You know, when you get in that fucking ring, man, man versus man, and uh, you know that shit's real, man. That glass yeah. is real. That bar wire is real. And uh, let's see who has the most uh, tolerance to pain, man, because it's one versus one, and uh, you know. Yeah, definitely. Well, shit got a little too real in your uh, tournament of deathmatch with Thumbtack, Thumbtack Jack, which is the first time I got introduced to you, and for unfortunate reasons, you were the first wrestler to actually die in a deathmatch. Like, that's insane, yeah. man. Like, what do you yeah, remember well, about that? Ro- yeah, when I hit the ropes, the uh, the uh, yeah, the uh, the tube uh, broke and stabbed me in my artery and sliced it. So when I looked under there, like I could tell the way I'm bleeding. Sometimes like if you hit some type of vein or something, they'll start squirting. Yeah. Well, what I hit, I knew I hit like something bad because it was just pouring buckets of blood out of my armpit. And I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. And I ran to the back and I just wanted them to tape it up and go back out there and finish the match. Yeah. But uh, thank God they didn't fucking do that, man. <laughs> uh, you know, would have been all that, We wouldn't be talking right now. Yeah, for and sure. And then, you know what, just fucking... You know, I I kept telling him, tape it up, man, tape it up, man. I can get out there, I can finish, man. And, and uh, you know, and all of a sudden the helicopter came down. You know, I went, told my boy Loudy, get in the helicopter with me. They wouldn't let him. He went and got my bags. And then the next thing I woke up in the hospital room and uh, the doctor came in and told me I should be dead right now. God damn, um, you're, you know, thank God you're, uh, you know, we saved your life. And, was like great and i wrestled uh god man i wrestled the next weekend god you didn't take no time yeah. off after that nah man fuck that shit you know uh, <laughs> so what, what happens was they gave me uh 30 staples and like this bag pump bag under my armpit was just i don't know what it was for man it was just pumping blood out of my arm Damn. for some reason and uh Let's see. I got out of the hospital on Tuesday. 
on Thursday, I went back to the doctors and got that pump out of there, and, and I got the staples removed. And that Saturday, I wrestled again on the CBW show. That, that's insane, man. Another clip that a lot of people yeah. seen of you, a clip that went viral, was when you got set on fire during a CZW match. Like, oh, it's, okay. it's, it's yeah. pretty unfortunate that a lot of, like, the clips that people seen of you are you getting hurt. Like, Yeah. Well, you know, uh, that fucking one was that uh, tough, man. It's like I, I got stuck in the barbed wire, so I couldn't get out of it. And once I got out of it, I was engulfed in flames. And uh, they want to put John out first. And I tried to do the stop, drop, and roll shit, and that shit yeah. didn't work. So I'm just, you know, finally they put me out. And I finished that match. If you don't know, if you ever seen the match, I yeah. finished the match. And, uh, the finish of the match was that uh, Neko gave me a DVD through three sheets of glass and oh, it damn. like slipped right by my fucking temple and, and I couldn't, I couldn't go no more. And, uh, I literally went home, went on my couch and laid on my stomach for a couple of days. I didn't even go to the hospital and skin started just coming off my back. And, uh, my wife was like, you gotta go to the hospital, man. You gotta, you gotta get up and go. And, uh, I put a tail on my back and I went to the hospital and the looks on their faces were like, holy shit. And <laughs> then, um, yeah, yeah. So they rushed me into the burn unit and uh, did what they did and they gave me some cream. I had to apply on every day and, you know, but uh, I'll tell you what, crazy. that was some pain, man. Like at first when they put you out, you don't really feel it. And then like 10, 15, 20 seconds later, Boom, the there's hits. that pain, man. That pain, that was, that was one of the worst pains I ever went through, man. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. Damn. Yeah. What are some of your fondest memories of the early days of CZW? Uh, the camaraderie, man. Uh, the locker room. Uh, the boys, you know. I just, I, I thought we had a great group of guys, man, who uh, were hungry and just wanted to. It kind of reminds me of GCW today, man. Yeah. Where uh, everybody's fucking... You know, kind of like just wants to go out there and get it. There's no fucking nobody in the locker room being a fucking pussy or an asshole or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of that shit going. It's just hungry guys want to go out there and get it. Um, you know, I was young, man. I was going to Japan a lot, man. I was I was living in Japan for like three years. You know, wow. coming back, I would I'd go to Japan for three weeks, come back for a week, wrestle come back to Japan back and forth so I was just doing that a lot and I was like 19, 20 years old Damn. so I was kind of lucky to uh, get all that knowledge and shit man you know? yeah definitely so it's it's definitely well documented a, a lot of people know your name due to the uh, bank robbery thing can you take us yeah, back to that yeah. day and like tell us what exactly went down? Because I know like yeah, you course, had yeah, yeah we we seen like the reenactments on Dark Side of the Ring and just like coming mm -hmm. from you, what happened? Well, you know, you know what it is, man. You know, was, I was uh, you know down in the dumps, man, yeah. lowest of the lows. Um, you know, I had nowhere to stay. Uh, you know, I was staying with my girl's mom and she kicked us out. Um, I went over to my friend's house. Uh, he came home. He kicked me out. I had nowhere to stay. So, uh, you know, I said, you know what, man? I need some money, and I'm just going to go in here and, uh, uh, and rob this bank. And I always wanted to rob a bank for some odd reason. It was always on my head forever. I don't know why, but 
So I went in one bank and was like, damn, man, I pussied out. And I was like, damn it. And I was so mad that I was walking down the street going, damn it, man. And I was so mad that I pussied out that I ran into another bank and I went in there and robbed that bank. And, uh, you know, went to uh, my boy uh, Lauderdale's house and uh, he got me out of there. And I went down to Atlantic City and partied my ass off for, I don't know, two weeks and then turned myself in. Damn, man. You know? So, so what you was... You know, uh, I, was at the, I was at the point in my life, Edwin, where I just didn't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, wrestling, wrestling, I really didn't... I wasn't really feeling it. I didn't really care about it. I was just there to kind of kind of get a get an envelope and go home and, you know, didn't care about life. You know, I didn't care if I lived or die, all that shit, man. And, uh, you know, anybody listening to this right now and it's going through hard times, man, you know, um, you can battle back through anything, man. Sure. Anything, man. For you sure. could be, you could be, you could be down in the dumps, man, you know, and, and, and you could just fight through anything, but find someone to talk to or find somebody that can help you out, man, or, or, or lead you in the right path, man. You know, it's okay these days to, to express to somebody that, you know, man, you know, I ain't feeling myself or I'm on drugs or, or I'm this or I'm that, you know, it's okay, man. It's okay. You know, I was one of them dudes where I had pride, man, where like I was good at hiding it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't want to tell anybody that, you know, I was all fucked up on, you know, on drugs and taking a lot of pills and, and, and this and that. And, and I had too much pride to tell anybody that now these days, I wish I would have just walked to one of my friends and told them that. Yo, man, I'm fucked up in the game right now, and definitely, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty I'm 100 percent sure they would have fucking got me help in two seconds, and I wouldn't have to go to prison, and I wouldn't have to done all that bullshit I had to go through. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So See, that that's definitely why yeah. I always felt like you're a very inspirational wrestler because of the fact that, like, forget the wrestling aspect. Just as a man, you you were at rock bottom, and now you're on top of the world due to like your perseverance. So that's why it's always like a good story to tell. Well, you know, I'm on top of the world because of the fans, man. When I when I got locked up, man, uh, I just didn't realize how much the fans or how popular I was. Because when I went in and 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 I got locked up, I would get a lot of mail and just from from random people that I don't even know telling me to uh, you know keep your head up, stay strong. It's okay, man. When you get out, you're gonna be a, you know, all that, all that good positive talk from yeah. strangers that I don't even know. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And that's, and then that's when I started like, you know what? I'm gonna change my, uh, you know, I'm gonna change my mind, body, and soul, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I did three things. You know, I started working out, which uh, helps with your confidence, and you know, and changed my mind and got my mind better and it got me more confident about myself. And, you know, I dug deep inside and, and shit like that. And, you know, and it, and it turned into where, like, you know, I love who I am right now, man. So That's great, man. I love hearing that. Was it that turnaround yeah. and that fan support that made you fall back in love with wrestling? Oh, absolutely. You know what to say, man. Oh, yeah. Once they, uh, once they take it away, you figure, you, you figure out how much you love it. Yeah. And once they took it away, you know, and I'm sitting in my cell and I'm watching, like, 
I don't know, I was, like, we had, like, uh, TVs, so I would watch, like, SmackDown, and I was like, man, I fucking miss doing that, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know what, and I just told myself, you know what, when I get out here, and that's why I work out like that, man, I worked out so hard in there, man, that there, I told myself, I'm going to work out, and I know exactly what I want to do, I want to put Deathmatch Wrestling back on the map, and I want to make it a fucking uh, respectful art. And uh, I felt like I'd done that, man. Or, or on <laughs> the path of doing that. You know? No, for sure. So after your yeah. jail time, you come out, you return to CZW. What was different about CZW this time around than back uh, in the day every when you single remember? thing. Every <laughs> single thing. I went in there, and uh, as soon as I got there, I looked around and I was like, man, this place sucks. Uh, nobody's talking to nobody. There's no camaraderie. You know, it's just, yeah. it, I could feel the vibes. It was just, just not, it just felt like, um, you know, I don't know, people were just using CZW to get somewhere else, you know, and shit yeah. like that. And, you know, I'm a guy who started that shit. And, and, and I don't know, man, everything was different about that shit, man. And, you know, and I knew the guy, the owner was lying, saying he was writing me and sending me money, so which was a total bullshit lie. Hmm. So I knew he was lying. And, you know, thank God that, uh, you know, me and Lauderdale, thank, thank God me and Lauderdale came up with the NGI, the Nick Gage Invitational, and that went well. And then, uh, you know, we started GCW. Because I... I probably wouldn't be, you know, wrestling right now if it wasn't for GCW, man. Uh, I love that company, and, and it's awesome, man. Yeah, GCW definitely has that spirit of the classic CZW and has that underground feel. It, it does feel like a modern ECW, but to the next level. So for people who are unfamiliar yeah. with GCW, let's talk about GCW. Well, I was just going to say, you know, GCW has uh, has a little bit of everything. I mean, of course, we're known for our death matches. But nowadays, uh, uh, our, we have good wrestling. We got good high flying. For sure. Uh, with, you know, we got a little bit of mixture of everything, man. And we we just go everywhere, man. I, I just, just can't believe it that we're, like, we're a legit traveling wrestling company, man. We were just down in Houston. We were down Texas, Dallas, Texas, and the fans were going nuts down there, man. It's definitely been and growing. Like, yeah, yeah, growing huge everywhere we go, man. Definitely, Fucking man. packed out. Fans are going nuts. They know who the wrestlers are. The uh, 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 the boys, the, the locker room's awesome, you know? And I yeah. feel like I'm the head of that locker room, and I make sure that fucking nobody gets out of line in that locker room and acts like a fucking you know you know what I'm talking about yeah for sure gets out of line you know what I mean yeah definitely it's just a good locker room man and I, I'm proud of the boys man I'm just, just so proud of them guys man I consider all them guys my friends and I don't know I'm just proud of GCW that's awesome man so Dark Side of the Ring, they pick up your story. And I really do feel like Dark Side of the Ring, they definitely told it well and really painted you in a positive light, which I love to see. I didn't expect, like, I didn't want to see them, like, try to shit on you for, like, your past or try yeah. to, you know what I mean? So I was really happy with the way it turned out. But is there anything that you would have yeah. done different for Dark Side of the Ring? Um, no, I, I think uh, Evan did a great job. Uh, I told them guys twice, no, I, I didn't want to do it just 
what you just said. I thought they might have, would have, would have, uh, you know, ran me over with a truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Made me look just bad and shit like that. But uh, you know, a couple of people I trust uh, talked me into it, so I was like, all right. And uh, nah, man, I think they hit it on. The, I think they hit it on the head, man. I think they did a great job, man. They told my story the right way. Um, you know, no, I don't yeah, think I would change I, anything like that. It's definitely one you know? of their better episodes, I believe. So, yeah, they, I, think, you know, I think my episode is the top episode of, of this season. Yeah, yeah I believe it was the highest season. rated too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in, proud of that. Yeah, in Dark Side of the Ring, they bring up the whole thing with David Arquette. What went wrong in that match with David Arquette? Well, uh, 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 the day before, David Arquette took me out for a steak dinner, and I explained to him that. This shit is real. This is a death match. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Um, I think he started freaking out, you know, started, started bugging out, you know, and shit like that. And, you know, I turned it up a notch on him, man. And once I turned it up a notch, he was like, he started bugging out and shit like that. It was going well. Match was going great. And then all of a sudden, he just started freaking out, I guess, once I started carving up with the pizza cutter. And, and uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what you can tell about that guy. Uh, he just pussied out, stepped out of the ring, got a little cut on his neck, which was his fault. You know, he turns around, tried to shoot me with a double leg. I had a little fucking glass in my hand. It cut him. At first, I was like, damn, did I kill David Arquette? But then I looked <laughs> at his neck, and you know, I've been in so many of these matches that I could tell the way the cuts are, and, and uh, you know, I could see that he was all right. You know, it might have been bleeding a little bit, but he was all right. But, yeah. uh, the guy's never been in a death match before, and listen, man. Once that, once you start getting cut up, and that blood starts oozing out, and that when you start burning up, and you get cuts in your back, and that shit starts burning, man. You're gonna realize if you want to do this or or not. And I feel like he made a decision of, man, I can't do this no more, and I'm out of here. And he came back in the ring, and said, "Pin me," and I said, "Fuck no, we're gonna keep going." Mm. And he tried to, uh, you know, get tough with me, and I, uh, and I gave him a judo throw, and I slammed him, and I whispered in his ear, "I will fucking beat the fucking shit out of you if you keep going." And he just laid there, and I pinned him. Uh, another crazy incident just took place not too long ago. Supposedly, I, I wasn't able to see the event, but supposedly, cops were called during your match with Mance Warner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought that. Um, yeah, they thought it was, thought a, real it was a real fight. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so uh, we we're doing, uh, uh, I don't know, we we're in the barn, you know what I mean? Yeah. With, uh, another show we did in freaking Wyoming. That's another thing. GCW went to Wyoming, and the fans came to Wyoming, That's and they were nuts, man. The fans were awesome. They were making noise. They were rowdy. They're just what I, where I need them at. Yeah. And me and man you know, do what me and Mance do, man. We just go at it. And uh, I don't know, somebody thought, you know, they called the cops, said somebody's fighting, and they showed up. But I was out of there already, man. I got in the car and went to the, you know, got out of there fast, man. I don't want to talk to no cops. I don't blame you. <laughs> <At all. laughs> but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so this know. Saturday, you got Matt yeah. Cardona. You know, this is getting a lot of press, yeah. a lot of yeah, hype. Yeah, I'm fired up. What, what could Cardona expect from this matchup? Oh, well, he better be ready. You know what I mean? This is a death match. I'm going to carve him up. 
Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I do have respect for that guy, you know. Uh, well, I did have respect for that guy. You know, the guy's been in the business for 15 years. Yeah. You know, uh, you, know, you got to love his business. If, if, if you don't love this business, it'll chew you up and spit you out. And he's been doing this for so long that he must love this business. And, uh, you know, he's been doing it for 15 years. Uh, you know, I have respect for him, but, uh, you know, once he wants to fucking pull the hood off and uh, give me a DDP and middle finger on my gang and all that shit, um, you know, it's all, man. I'm just, I'm just going to let him know it's all, man. We're going to fight and we're going to see who, uh, who, uh, who's going to win. I know I'm going to win because, uh, I feel like once I start carving him up and he's going to start bleeding where he's never bled before, he's going to realize, oh shit, man, I might've got myself into something I shouldn't have got myself into. <laughs> For sure. You know? So this past Saturday, Impact Wrestling had Slammiversary. The main event was Kenny Omega versus Sammy Callahan in a no DQ match. And before the match, Don Callis yeah. basically gave a shot to you. I don't know why. But when he was uh, introduced to Kenny Omega, he called him tougher than Nick Gage. <laughs> do you? Do you? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's why I asked you hear I'm about sorry. that. So no, go ahead. So uh, what's it called? Do you have any aspirations to go to other companies, bigger companies? Have you been contacted by bigger companies to maybe come in, still work GCW, but work with other shows? Um, I, listen, I wrestle anywhere, man. You know, I wrestle anybody, anywhere. Most they, they know how to wrestle. I got no problem wrestling anybody, anywhere, anytime, man. I got no problem with it. I love it. Yeah, they call me up and uh, and, and fits right. Yeah, I'll go wrestle with motherfuckers. So, you, so you would be you would be open to kicking Kenny Omega's ass then? <laughs> oh, I have no problem wrestling with Kenny Omega, but it would be in a death match. It wouldn't be in a regular match. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, you know, he, he said he's the king of the death match. Well, let's do it real glass and real barbed wire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's do it. What you was know? your thoughts on the of match with him and uh, Moxley? Uh, uh, I didn't, you know, I've seen clips of it. Uh, I thought it was okay. Something happened at the end. Are you talking about the exploding barbed wire one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, man. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like they, they're using Hollywood glass and, 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 and they're snipping the barbed wire because, I don't know, any barbed wire I've been, been hit with, I always get stuck in it and I always start bleeding and any glass I land in, my back starts slicing up and I'm bleeding yeah. really bad. So, Definitely. for them not to have no blood on them or blood just on their forehead, makes me uh, second guess what they're using, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, for uh, sure. You know, Kenny Omega is a fucking awesome wrestler, man. Uh, you know, props to that guy. You know, he's doing his thing. He's got about 16 belts around his uh, waist right now and his neck and his shoulders and whatever, man. He's a great wrestler. But, uh, yeah, I'll take him in a death match, man. You know, we'll surround that fucking ring, put up 200 light cubes, and then we'll see who the king of the death match is. I think people would love to yeah. see that. <laughs> so who are some yeah. uh, dream opponents that you have? Uh, dream opponents. Oh, God, man. I get stuck on this question every single time I get asked it. Hmm. Um, like, 
I, I would love to wrestle, like, I wish Mick Foley was still around. I would love to wrestle him. I'll give you a little story about Mick Foley, man. I seen him in a locker room one time, right? Yeah. I went right up to him and I thanked him for, um, you know, everything he's done in this business, but I thanked him for introducing me to, um, you know, Deathmatch Wrestling. Yeah. And, and he said sorry. He apologized to me for, for introducing that to me. And I said, don't you ever apologize to me. I yeah. love Deathmatch Wrestling. And not only do I love it, I'm the fucking best in the world right now at Deathmatch Wrestling. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I spun off on him. And he looked at me kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. You know? I wish I was a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... I so, just, you know, he's my favorite, favorite guy of all time, man. I just love that guy. And, uh, he's one of the guys I, uh, Terry Funk's another guy I wish I could wrestle. Definitely. You know, I, I mean, I, like these days, uh, no, man, I wrestle pretty much everybody, man. Um, uh, it's so Kenny Omega out there, man. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. It's so his name out there. Um, let's see, uh, in a death match, uh, I would love to wrestle uh, Rick Swanee. I already wrestled him in a regular match. I'd love to wrestle mm. him in a death match. I love Rick Swanee. Very talented. I think he'd go off man. Yeah, yeah, very talented. That's my guy, too, man. He's a good dude. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just uh, uh, I'm just so focused on Macrodona right now, man. Nah, I uh, just, just, I don't know what's going to happen Saturday. I know, uh, you know, I'm confident in my abilities. I don't know if he's ready to be put through glass. I don't know if he's ready to be bleeding all throughout his whole body. I don't know if don't he know could if get ready, ready for that. that. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he better be ready for that. Because that's what's going to happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then once Dewey whips me that pizza cutter and throws it in my hand, I'm going to carve his ass up. I want to at least... I want to at least make him wake up every morning and look in the mirror and see some type of scar and say, well, the God of this shit, Nick Gage did that to me, you know, for the rest <laughs> of his life. That's crazy. He's definitely, man. So how could people see GCW Homecoming? Well, it's on Fight TV. You know, I guess you can stream it on Fight TV, man. I don't know how any of that shit goes, bro. I stay out of that shit, man. You know what I do, Edwin? They give me a date. They they tell me when to show up. I show up. I gear up. I walk around and pace around. I get myself in the mode. I zone in. I go and wrestle. That's it. That's what I do, Edwin. I, I don't you, know man. fucking, you know, I don't know anything about the streaming shit or anything like that. That's I all I do. That. I focus on going out there and tearing shit up and fucking... Just, uh, I just know that there's going to be a mosh pit like no other mosh pit this Saturday. Definitely. We're going to pack the house. And I can't wait. And I wish it was Saturday already. Well, it's definitely on Fight TV. So everybody check out GCW Homecoming, Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage. Nick, before we get out of here, how could people reach you? What are some of your socials? Oh, uh, well, you can... Um, you got me at Instagram. You got me at Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on anything, man. That's awesome, man. 
Thank you so and much. And also, uh, I, I, do, I do the cameo things. That's weird, man, because uh, someone introduced me to cameos. Um, shout out to Effie. Effie's my motherfucking boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he introduced me to them cameos, and I was like, dude, I, I don't know about holding a, a phone to my face and, <laughs> and sending this out. And, uh, I, you know, it turns around that when uh, I, I love doing them cameos, man. You should see some of these messages I get that uh, how I help these people out. And, and, and it, it just, I don't know, man. I, yeah, get, sure. I get a message and I might be down one day and I read this message and I'm like, wow, this is fucking awesome, man. It's definitely and a good way also, to have people connect with you, too. Yeah, also... Um, you know, I started a company, mdkallday.com. Um, I started that with my boy, Cali Mike. So we have, uh, we have all kind of merch on there. And also, we're, we're, we're branding out. We sign wrestlers. You know, we got all kinds of wrestlers on there now. That's awesome. You know, shit like that. So, you know, I'm trying to build that uh, mdkallday.com into a whole brand and, and shit like that. Definitely. And uh, maybe try to try to do a podcast on there. You know, if I do a podcast, Edwin, I'm going to have you on there, man. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I would love to be on it. Edwin, when, I, when I start my podcast, when we get ready and get settled in, you know, I'm going to have you on there, Edwin. I would love to. Thank gonna, you so much. Like, your life, man. I'm going to ask how, how, how you got through life and all your shit. How about that? Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you, Edwin, man. Really, man, it goes both ways, man. I, I just love the fans. That's why um, sometimes when I finish my matches, I don't even go back to the locker room. I stay out, and I try to sign, you know, I don't try to sign autographs, and I try to take pictures with everybody. And and they uh, they try to offer me money, and I say, no way, I'll take your money, man. Wow. I would never take this money, man. There are always free pictures, and, and autographs are free because... If you guys weren't chanting MDK, or if you guys weren't, you know, just fucking doing you, you know what I mean? Being loud in that arena and, and fucking getting me fired up, and you know, I don't know what I would be doing right now. You know, so shout out to everybody, the whole motherfucking MDK gang, man. Thank you guys. And uh, this Saturday, if you guys are listening to this, you better be motherfucking loud. Let's fucking tear that roof off. Yes, sir. Because that guy's been... I want that guy to come in that arena and realize he's hated by every single motherfucker there. I definitely think that's going to happen without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. And I want to, you know, the last mosh pit I had, they fucking moshed me so hard, man. They threw me against the wall and shit. (laughs) And fucking loved it, man. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Even like when we went to Wyoming, man, I had a mosh pit in Wyoming, man. Wow. Name a company so who's went to Wyoming and, and did a show. The following is nationwide. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even name it. And, uh, you know, GCW, we're, we got dates. We're touring everywhere, man. So you can see us everywhere, man. You know, I can get on my phone. I can look out the fucking, but we're touring everywhere. Shout out to Lauder now for making this happen. Shout out to all the wrestlers in the locker room busting their asses. Every single show, they go out there and give it 110%. I have yet to see one wrestler in that locker room take a, take a, take a day off. You know what I mean? Yeah, for and sure. Man, so, shout out to all the boys, you know. 
Matt Warner, the second gear crew, Matt Justice, all them guys, man. Uh, shout out to AJ Gray. I just love all them guys, man. And not only uh, are they uh, uh, wrestlers, they're friends of mine, man. So I just, uh, I just, you know, I'm just in love with with wrestling right now. I'm just in love with GCW and everything we're doing right now, man. That's great, man. And uh, I just wrestled the, uh, I just wrestled that chick down in Texas, Sadika. Uh, mm. She was, I, I, she was tough, man. I mean. I went in, actually, I, I told my wife, I was like, all right, well, the first, I had fucking, I had Alice Colon the second night, so I was like, all right, well, the first night's going to be kind of easy, you know, I got a girl going there, tear her ass up, and then, uh, but, uh, she was not easy at all, she's <laughs> tougher than some fucking men I face, Damn. and uh, it was great, man, it was great, she was tough as hell, so. Yeah, I saw some of the post-fight damage on your back, you were torn up. Yeah, yeah, I had these cuts where, uh, you know, the second night they wouldn't let me wrestle, man, because mm. my cuts were so in, in my flesh that uh, they just wouldn't let me go out there. I was, you know, kind of pissed off, but, you know, yeah. you know, they tell me you can't go out, I can't go out, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, it's always for your better health. Well, thank you so much ah, for joining that. us, I mean, man. You only, you, only, you only live once, man, you know what I mean? I, I I'll dig. go out there and... I dig that, man. Huh? I hear that. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for joining, man. Thank no you so much for doing this. Uh, no problem, Edwin. And uh, I just want to let everybody out there, man, if you're down at the dumps or anything, man, find somebody you could talk to or anybody like that, man. And, um, you know, find uh, and be yourself, man. Don't let anybody try to change you, man. You always sure. be your motherfucking self, man. Mm-hmm. And you'll be happy with yourself, man. So I just wanted to throw that out there, man. Thank so. you so much. It definitely uh, no was a problem. pleasure, man. Thank, Thank you. you MDK all yeah, fucking yeah. day. Yeah, it's MDK all fucking day. MDKallday.com, man. Go check that shit out, man. Definitely check it out, people. Yo, hit me up. Um, and I try to keep it as I try to keep the, the cameo as low as possible with the money so uh, people can buy them, man. Because some people are like, well, you need to raise that. And I said, no, man. Keep it at $25 so people can afford it and get one, you know what I mean? So no, I try sure. to keep it as low as $25 so people can afford it and everything like that. So Yeah, you're a real humble guy, man, and it's definitely appreciated, and it goes a long way. Yeah, uh, you know... Uh, you know, I, I had a lot of time to sit down in prison and, and evaluate myself. And, um, you know, and, uh, I came out sure. a better dude, man, I feel like. So, you know, it's weird how you could take uh, so much neg- negativity in prison and uh, find the positivity out of it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I did, you know? Definitely, man. So, yeah, Saturday, GCW, Lang City, homecoming. Yes, sir. Get there, man. And fucking get loud and rowdy, man. That's the way we like it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And if you can't get there live, make sure you tune in on Fight TV by the pay-per-view GCW Homecoming. Yeah, definitely. Buy Fight TV, man. Because when you buy Fight TV, man, all that money just goes right back in the company. So we keep growing this company. We get as big as we can get it, you know? For sure. So. Well, Gage, I really appreciate you, man. 
Good luck on Saturday. Uh, yeah, it's not about luck, everyone. It's about skills, man. And I feel like my skills are better than his skills in this type of match. So uh, I would say. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're in the front row, I'm going to try to squirt his blood out to the front row. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want his blood start squirting out. So if you're in the front row, we prepare to get blood on you. Damn. <laughs> well, you heard it here and first. Oh, motherfucking day. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my boy Two Six. Uh, he'll be out. He'll be out soon, man. That's my brother. I love him to death, and uh, he'll be free soon. That's what's up. Um, you know, yeah. And um, R.I.P. Nate Hatred, and R.I.P. My brother uh, Chris Wilson, aka Justice Payne, man. Definitely, man. Rest in peace. Well, Gage, I yeah, really absolutely. appreciate you for doing this, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome back anytime. Uh, anytime you need me, everyone, man, you just shoot me an email, man. I got you. No problem, man. Take it easy. All right, you too. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, The Battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.